0: Just go to Indeed.com slash wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Hey, I'm Sam Pasco, and this is the Fantasy Bytes podcast. For more insight and analysis, head over to RiddleWire.com slash pod. We first start with the top player notes in the NFL. Raheem Motzer is expected to miss about eight weeks and will go on the IR. Mozart exerts Sunday's win over the Lions with a knee injury, which turns out to be a chipped cartilage. Rookie six-round draft pick Elijah Mitchell took over for Mozart against Detroit and rushed for 100 yards, so he'll likely lead San Francisco's backfield in Mozart's absence. Jermichael Hasty and rookie third-round pick Trey Sermon should also see additional opportunities while Mozart recovers. Broncos head coach Vic Fangio said Monday that Jerry Judy will miss some time after an MRI confirmed the whiteout was dealing with a high ankle sprain. Fangio didn't rule out the possibility of placing Judy on the short-term injured reserve, though, which would entail a minimum absence of three weeks. Here are some observations from NFL Week 1 action. Check out the article from Chris Liss on rotowire.com pod for the full notes. While we thought the Bengals' offense would be sluggish with their offensive line so bad, and Joe Burrow did take five stacks, he did manage 9.7 yards per attempt, and Joe Mixon had over 120 yards on the ground. Also at the Bengals, Tyler Boyd's role, just four targets, is no longer assured given the presence of two more dynamic options. Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts, with 264 passing yards, three touchdowns, and 62 rushing yards, can play. The Eagles offense, with its healthy offensive line and improved outside receivers and quarterback upgrade, should produce this season. Eagles running back Kenneth Gainwell is the backup to Miles Sanders, not Boston Scott. Steelers wide receiver Deontay Johnson with 10 targets, and despite leaving temporarily with an injury in the first half, is the Steelers' go-to guy. Kyle Pitts didn't do much, but he was the co-leader in targets with Calvin Ridley for the Falcons offense. Neither did it too much in general. But both should be fine unless 36-year-old Matt Ryan is done, as he only had 4.7 yards per attempt. Even with Najee Harris, the Steelers still couldn't run the ball to save their lives. Yes, maybe the Bills are really strong up front, though. On the bright side, though, Harris had 16 running back carries, so Mike Tomlin's tendencies haven't changed. Also available on rotowire.com pod, Jerry Donabedian breaks down the backfield situation for each team. Here are some key takeaways from the running back position. Week 1, running back usage leaderboard included Najee Harris, Daryl Henderson, Christian McCaffrey, Zeke Elliott, Chris Carson, Joe Mixon, Devin Singletary, Mike Davis, Alvin Kamara, and CEH. In terms of carries, the top three leaders, in terms of pure carries, each with over 23 carries, was Joe Mixon, Mark Ingram, and Damian Harris. In terms of targets, DeAndre Swift led all running backs with 11 targets, the only such running back to have double-digit targets. Also in the top four was Christian McCaffrey, Jamal Williams, and Naheem Hines, all with over eight. One injury note for the running back position is Seahawks running back Rashad Penny had an aggravated calf injury and did not play any snaps after halftime. He was limited at practice last Wednesday and Thursday, but he didn't carry any injury designation after a full practice Friday. Running backs with fantasy value rising include the Niners Elijah Mitchell, Daryl Henderson, Jermichael Hasty, DeAndre Swift, Leonard Fournette, Chris Carson, Devin Singletary, Kenneth Gainwell, and Cordell Patterson. Guys like DeAndre Swift, Leonard Fournette, and Chris Carson answered lingering preseason questions or played more snaps than expected, but it's really Elijah Mitchell who went from the bottom of the depth chart to the top in a matter of hours. Proceed with caution for Mark Ingram and Jamal Williams. Both guys had big, weak ones, but with underlying usage that suggests we've already seen the ceiling and the floor could be ugly. Granted, Williams has legit upside in the event of a DeAndre Swift injury, while Ingram is just a game script dependent bruiser who already got his best script of the year. The best bet for now is to move them up a little, not a lot, or from where you had them in Week 1. For running back waivers to potentially pick up for Week 2 and some sleepers here, we got Elijah Mitchell, of course, James White, Mark Ingram, and Tony Jones of the Saints. Some drop-em picks include Zach Moss, Ronald Jones, and Phillip Lindsay. For this week's running back, a breakdown, we're looking at the Eagles. Boston Scott was active for the game but only played special teams in a total of 12 snaps. Gainwell apparently passed him on the depth chart this summer and it doesn't look like he plans to give anything back. Gainwell played 13 of 13 snaps in the 2 minute drill at the end of the first half. Apart from that one drive, Sanders played 46 of 57 snaps. him to be closer to 3 quarters of snaps than 2 thirds moving forward, though Gainwell could make an argument for more playing time. For everything fantasy sports, sign up for a free 10-day trial on rotowire.com slash pod. There's no commitment and no credit card needed. Again, rotowire.com slash pod.
2: Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network.